There, do you have any idea what you're listening to? London Philharmonic? It's Venus. Huh? Venus. Why not? We bounced signals off the moon's surface. There's no reason that Venus shouldn't radiate impulses. I don't mean the static. Can't you hear it, the other thing? What other thing? Listen to it, Paul. Listen to the voice. Hello, and welcome to Media Geek. This is your weekly look at the world of grassroots and independent media, as well as a critical examination of our media environment. My name is Paul Riesmanel, and I'm your host. On today's program, what are the information needs of communities? What do we need to know and be informed on in order to function in a democratic society? That is the big question we're taking up tonight. We'll be talking to Charlie Firestone, who's the Executive Director of Communications and Society Program at the Aspen Institute and the Executive Director of the Knight Commission Project. You do want to stay tuned. So ostensibly, we're awash in communication and information every single day. Whether we're listening to the radio, watching television, on the internet, we see billboards around us constantly being bombarded with media and data. But are we getting what we really need? It's sort of like food and nutrition. We might be surrounded by Big Macs, but are we getting what we need to actually survive and be healthy? Are we getting the information that we all need to function in everyday life, to be rational actors in our own universe, to make good decisions about our government about our lives, about everything every day. That's the big question as life gets more complex and our media options get more complex. Can we actually find out what we need to know? Thus was formed the Knight Commission, put together and funded by the Knight Foundation, along with the Aspen Institute, put together a panel of experts from many walks to try and discuss what are these needs, are they being met, how might they be being be met. And this report came out about a month ago. It's actually caused a bit of uh, a bit of excitement. It's gotten people very interested in a lot of corners. Both folks who work in uh, the media, who work in telecommunications, the Federal Communications Commission, for instance, has been very important. Has been very interested. Um, as well as large internet and media companies are taking interest in looking at this larger issue and looking at some of the conclusions of this report. So to find out more, I talked to Charlie Firestone. He is the Executive Director of Communications and Society Program at the Aspen Institute and was the Executive Director of the Knight Commission Project. He tells us more about this commission. The Knight Commission is a partnership of the Knight Foundation and the Aspen Institute. The Knight Foundation um, basically commissioned uh, the Aspen Institute to form this commission uh, of 15 high-powered leaders 
but fresh thinkers. They're not people who are traditionally thought of as communi- necessarily communications experts or particularly newspaper uh, people. And the idea was, as everybody's talking about the demise of newspapers or the digital revolution, um, mostly the conversation is centered on, well, what's going to happen to newspapers? And what we thought was, what do communities need? So it's kind of a demand side look at what are the needs and interests of communities, and particularly communities, local geographic communities where political decisions are made rather than communities of interest that are being formed by by the Internet. So there are a lot of challenges that the digital age is posing to local communities, and we thought it would be useful to have uh, this group of diverse leaders uh, look at this. Uh, we chose uh, also to make it very nonpartisan or bipartisan. So uh, the co-chairs uh, are uh, Ted Olson, who was Solicitor General under George Bush, George W. Bush, and now a, a lawyer, but also a First Amendment lawyer. And on the one hand, and uh, Marissa Mayer, a 33-year-old vice president of Google for search and user experience, Um, two very diverse people. Um, The the commission itself is composed of people, well, two former FCC chairs, Michael Powell, who was a Republican, and Reid Hunt, who was a Democrat, but also people like... um, Oh, we had a couple of we did have a couple of CEOs from uh, newspaper chains, uh, uh, but we also had the head of the NAACP. We had uh, the head of the Nashville Library. We had uh, a community organizer from Chicago, uh, a, re- a 31-year-old researcher uh, who you know was just getting her PhD, and but researches the behavior of people on the internet, young, uh, young people on the internet. Uh, and it was a very interesting, diverse group to look at this problem. The problem was, what we charged them with was, um, you know, what are the needs of communities in a democracy? What, how are they being met? And what can we do to get, uh, to, to reduce that, what, that delta, to reduce that uh, gap between what they need and what they're getting? The, the fact that the commission was formed, you know, presupposes that there are perceived gaps. Can can you give me a sense for the type of of information gaps or the service which is missing specifically to local communities? Well, uh, as you go around the country, uh, you find that there are uh, tremendous differences, community to community, uh, between some, you know, Indian reservations where there's barely any uh, electronic uh, service at all, to you know neighborhoods in Chicago or New York where there's uh, a lot of activity and a lot of inputs. Uh, what uh, what we found in terms of the gaps are that uh, people who are poor and I mean this, these aren't surprising. People who are poor, people in rural areas are not getting as much access to the information that they need. We find that a lot of communities are not engaging with the, with the information once they get it. And the classic example is that the Times-Picayune in New, New Orleans had a story about what would happen if there was a uh, if there was a hurricane in New Orleans given the 
uh, state of the levees, and they called it exactly the problem. It was one year before you know Hurricane Katrina. The problem was nobody did anything about it. So it's not just getting information; it's understanding what the information uh, means, and then uh, having people act on it. For example, what type of information do communities need or people in communities need? So you just mentioned, you know, what is essentially uh, safety information or information about um, the state of infrastructure in a, in a given city or, or community. What other sorts of information are, are, is important? Well, what we found, uh, and, and it, was a, it was an insight to a number of people and then a given to others, which is that the first thing you need are your, is personal information. You know, to make your life uh, move along smoothly, or or to make it better. So we have a a, a point, an important point that says a citizen's information needs are both civic and personal. Uh, that's that's at one level. Uh, but then you have a variety of uh, both theory and practice of what information means to a community. And the first thing is to reduce corruption. So it's the watchdog function that you know somebody uh be learning what your officials and what your elected officials and not elected you know business officials are doing um so that you can be watching out uh for waste or corruption um and uh, you know others are citizen enhancing information that help you make decisions as a voter as a member of the community um, but a lot of it is just the day-to-day information that you need to engage in your community, to engage with your neighbors, uh, to make your neighborhood better, your community better, your, you know, your larger uh, city or your you know, metropolitan area better. And uh, so we do catalog that, and I'm, you know, it, it gets a little bit long, but there are you know, a variety of of you know you could say even more specific needs uh in a specific, in a given community but uh in the end what we're suggesting is that uh a community that is informed is just as important so so uh, information uh is as important as safe streets or or clean air in a uh in a given city now, you mentioned before that there are some areas which are uh, very well connected, especially to electronic means of communication, and I, I suspect, you know, the internet is fairly key there. So is this, I mean, is it merely sufficient that folks have adequate connections to the internet to have broadband and to be able to, to access the internet, or is, or is it bigger than that? No, it's definitely bigger than that. I mean, that is a, a sine qua non. That's a, a given. And unfortunately, we only have about two-thirds of the country that is really connected up uh, with essentially broadband, which is what we're saying uh, we need. We need universal broadband. And that's one of the big findings of the commission. But uh, but once you have information, uh, there's two other really general important things to do with it. One is to understand it. So we also say that it's very important to have journalism. 
Uh, it may not be so important to have newspapers in print, but it is important to have journalists who can sift through, make sense of the information. And there are different kinds of people who can be performing journalism. It's not necessarily just the professional journalists, though we think they're very important. But nonprofit organizations and, uh, and others uh, do uh, make sense of the information. So that's one thing, especially in an era of information overload. And the second is to engage with the information once you have it. And I just used the example of the New Orleans uh, community that didn't engage with very important information that they did have. Uh, so I think in, in the general uh, level, those are two uh, significant functions that happen after just being connected and having a, a fire hose of information coming at you. So, so in, in essence, you're saying there needs to be the production of this information or the uh, sharing of this information, and someone needs to have access to it. Is there a role for more uh, interaction, either either between individuals, between individuals and institutions, whether they be government, uh, corporations, nonprofits, and with each other? Is that a, is that a role in in the understanding and the making use of information? Yeah, that's what I meant by engagement okay. is interaction. Uh, so that's a, I mean, uh, I would say a whole third of our report would um, concentrate on the idea that you do need to engage with the information or interact in your work and engage with each other. Uh, so that's, and we do have some recommendations in that area. I don't know how great they are, but they're at least focusing on that, that important need. So you're, you're right on in terms of where the commission was. And we are talking with Charlie Firestone. He's the man, the executive director, who put together the Knight Commission, which is looking at the information needs of communities. Are they being met? How might they be met? And uh, really, what are they? What are the needs? What sort of information do people need? And you are listening to Media Geek, your weekly look at the world of grassroots and independent media, as well as a critical examination of our media environment. My name is Paul Reismanel, and I am your host. And I put out the question to people on Twitter, people who come to the Media Geek website, what do you think the information needs of communities are? We have a tweet back on Twitter from Sinprod, S-Y-N-D-P-R-O-D. She says, public safety, but not crime. More like gas leak incident in Minot, North Dakota, a few years back with no local radio to alert anyone. Second tweet she sends, not a hugely important need, but it would be good to know what other creative types in the community are doing. Art, music, etc. Two types of information, safety, art, and uh, cultural information that would be good to get. Uh, information needs of a community. You can uh, send in what you think a community needs in terms of information and whether you think it's being met or how it might be met. Twitter.com slash MediaGeek. You can send an email, paul at MediaGeek.net. We'll now continue with the interview where Charlie Firestone uh, tells us some of the suggestions of the Knight Commission. Some of the more interesting recommendations. I've I've mentioned that we think that you know people need to be uh, connected, so that we want universal uh, broadband and, and open networks. That open networks recommendation should not be uh, confused with a position on a debate that's going on right now in Washington on something called net neutrality. 
it's the the, the net neutrality uh, debate is can get very specific, and ours was uh, the policy, the the idea of open networks. I think generally everybody pretty much agrees with that. Um, we think public media, public service media, meaning more than just public broadcasting, um, but public service media should be uh, supported. We think there should be increased support, but we also think that the uh, public service media should be more interactive, uh, more local, and more diverse. Uh, we think that, there, uh, that, that governments should be more open and uh, transparent and have some pretty, I think, far-reaching uh, discussion of that. Uh, we also think that they should teach digital and media literacy in the schools. Uh, and that uh, there should be, in the area of uh, local civic engagement, that uh, one, we should, in, um, uh, we should have like uh, hubs in communities that allow for people to get access to the various uh, uh, portals in a, in a city that help you out on your local community uh, information that there should be self-assessment summits within a community, that there should be uh, maybe something called geek cores where the young people can help uh, the, the community and particularly older people uh, in uh, moving along in the technology and the older people can convey their knowledge of democracy so that's kind of an intergenerational learning process. Uh, we also support public libraries, and they have become centers for digital literacy uh, training as well. So those are some of the uh, 15 recommendations. I think those uh, hone in on, on a lot of them. By the way, we do list what we think of a healthy, inf informed community would look like. You know, what, what would the characteristics be? Can you share some of those characteristics? Uh, what we say as a, an informed community when uh, people have convenient access to civic and life-enhancing information without regard to income or social status, where journalism is abundant in many forms and is accessible, when government is open and transparent, people have affordable high-speed Internet service uh, whenever, wherever they need it, uh, digital media literacy are widely taught in schools, public libraries, and other community centers, uh, technological and civic expertise is shared across generations. Uh, local media reflect the issues, events, experiences, and ideas of the entire community. So we, it's involving, it's diverse, you know, brings in all the different uh, aspects of the community. Uh, people have a deep understanding of the role of free speech and free press rights uh, as an element in, de in maintaining democracy. Uh, people are active in acquiring and sharing knowledge of both within and across social networks, something we call bridging capital. Or it's not, we didn't invent that. That's, that's kind of the phrase for it. And uh, people can assess and track the changes in the information health of their communities. So that's basically what we think would, uh, what a, a healthy, informed community would look like. And, and by the way, one of the things that we're proposing is that communities uh, convene meetings and conferences or whatever to uh, self-assess their own information health. Part of this then is for communities themselves to figure out what their needs are and exactly. to figure out what, and not to simply have it have it dictated from uh, right. 
from exactly. Washington or elsewhere. Exactly. Now, our so uh, on the one hand, the Knight Commission would be the last people to say, "Hey, we know uh, what you should have." I mean, the the thing we would like to see is that people self-assess. Uh, but I should also just mention that the commission itself was made up of people from all over the country and relatively few of them from Washington, just to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked a bunch about the Internet. What role is there for the traditional media, be it broadcast, television, radio, uh, newspapers, and, and other forms? Um, are, are they doing well? Can they do better? Is there other things which might help them do better? Well, we... Uh I think the commission would say generally they they were not overly impressed with the job that um, the broadcast or even newspapers are doing. Now, newspapers do uh, tend to set the agenda for a community, and they have the bigger news staffs in, in most instances. Uh, but they're, uh, you know, again, this would be a great uh, and inappropriate generalization because it just varies from city to city and from medium to medium and from entity within a medium. So uh, you couldn't generalize uh, too much, but uh, the feeling was and when you take the talk about newspapers, which are the ones that are in the greatest danger right now in terms of survival, um, that at one point the commission says, New paper, uh, journalism doesn't need saving so much as it needs inventing. That there's a lot of there are a lot of needs out there that are still wanting. That are still need uh, people and entities and journalists or bloggers or whatever to come in and serve those those needs either at a what they call a hyper local level at a very almost neighborhood level or even at a broader level. Now. At the same time, um, the commission was very careful to say that we're not, let's not forget about old media, that those are very important, and most people still get their news and information from um, the broadcast media, particularly television, but also from radio, and uh, that those, again, serve very important functions. So what we'd like to see is improvement in, in all of them, but uh, not try to save any one uh, medium or one institution, uh, except for journalism, but we, we're not trying to say, oh, the newspaper that is owned by whoever owns it today in your community has to uh, has to survive. It could be that um, you know that under different management it would be better, or some new paper will come forward. There are a lot of issues on the economic models of these media. Newspapers are, again, finding it very difficult, uh, but also broadcast media are, are uh, just behind them. We are not trying to set out what the model is in this commission, and there is a lot of work out there right now on trying to come up with what are the new models for, for uh, journalism, important journalism in the community. With this report, You've obviously identified information needs broadly. You've identified findings and recommended strategies. Mm -hmm. What happens now? Well, uh, funny you should 
ask that because we're working right now on the follow-up. Uh, there are a number of uh, people who want to follow up uh, already, and this, by the way, has just been out for, for a month or so from our interview. Uh, the the interest has been uh, actually a little surprising to me. I mean, we were hoping for interest, but uh, I've been pretty pleased with uh, people coming forward. But even more than that, what I think we'll be doing is going into uh, a, a second mode as to now how do we implement, how do we get implemented these uh, recommendations that we've made are certainly the, the, the most major ones. Now, one thing that's happening is the Federal Communications Commission has appointed uh, somebody who in the press is referred to as the media czar, but basically his job is to advise the chairman and the commission on the state of the media industry and what what should be done about it. And in the press release uh, announcing his appointment, they, the second sentence mentions the Knight Commission report. Uh, there are a couple of other reports that have come out also that relate to you know the issue of the state of the industry. None of them are quite as comprehensive as ours, which looks at a broader topic. But the idea is that he's going to be following it up. He's already reached out to us to say, you know, I'd like to uh, start with you all and see what you know. What is, I've read the report. I'm interested in you know what. How do you think we should follow up? Uh, one of the strong recommendations is universal broadband, and the FCC has a very extensive proceeding going on right now to create what they call a national broadband plan, and they're going through a huge number of hearings and and testimony and, and filings, and it's going to be tens of thousands of pages of <laughs> material that they're getting, and they will sift through it all and present a plan to Congress on February 17th. 2010 on that. Um, the uh, Corporation of Public Broadcasting, which uh, oversees, well, well, is a uh, entity that gets government money and then gives that money out to public television stations and radio, public television and radio stations, uh, is very interested in this and particularly interested in the idea of self-assessment of communities. Uh, for figuring out what is a healthy, inf informed community. And they've uh, reached out to us. And that's even without us reaching out to other people. So what we're hoping is that uh, we will get this uh, uh, report uh, out more and more, that people will access it at www.nightcom, that's K-N-I-G-H-T-C-O-M-M dot org. And uh, they're also is an opportunity for people to put comments in there. And uh, we would certainly be interested in that as well. Uh, but you can download the report or uh, ask for a copy of it. Uh, and uh, and then we will probably be creating some task forces to go forward and see how we can better implement. Oh, one other group that has taken this on is a group called Free Press, which is a citizens group that has formed in the last uh, five or ten years uh, has, a, I think, quite large uh, uh, membership, and they're very interested in following up on some of the recommendations. Charlie, uh, thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us a little bit and tell us more about these recommendations in the report. Great. Great. Well, I appreciate, and I appreciate anybody who's listened through this, 
And again, urge you uh, to look into www.nightcom, K-N-I-G-H-T-C-O-M-M dot O-R-G. Find out more. Thanks. And that was Charlie Firestone, Executive Director of the Communications and Society Program and the Knight Commission Project. Talking about, well, the Knight Commission investigating the information needs of communities in a democratic society. You can find out more at their website, nightcom, K-N-I-G-H-T-C-O-M-M dot O-R-G, where you can download the report and learn more and continue to track their progress as they look towards the future. That brings to a close another edition of Media Geek. I'll be back in one more week with more news and views of our media environment. In the meantime, go to Media Geek Online at MediaGeek.net. Go to the Twitter feed at Twitter.com slash Media Geek. We got a question of the week most weeks. Tweet back here and on the air. If you get any comments about the program, send them to me, Paul, at MediaGeek.net. Thanks for tuning in.